0: Nasty uh, injury to a Twins player yesterday during the game with the White Sox at Target Field. Kyle Farmer gets hit with a 93 mile an hour Lucas Geolot, uh, <laughs> easy for me to say, <laughs> fastball, and it took it right to the face. And I, I, I just, I can't tell you what was worse the the video or or the the audio of it happening, the sound of it happening is oh. just. Oh sickening and the good news uh this morning as we fire up a uh, a new ball guys podcast is that he's okay um he had successful surgery on his lower lip and bottom four
1: teeth i guess his Teeth had to be realigned, is what's. Oh right. man, yeah, at. that just sounds awful. <laughs> Realigning that, of the teeth.
0: Yeah, I call that spitting chiclets Is yeah. uh, <laughs> probably what that is. But uh, they said a minimal, minimal hardware necessary to maintain the integrity of the teeth. And then he had a lot of real bad cuts that had to be uh, stitched up in his in his lower lip. But man, if you can walk away. From a ninety-three mile an hour fa- a fastball to the face with just that, I think that's a win, isn't it?
2: <laughs> For yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: God, that people was people are going to see him and think he is a hockey player.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. He's gonna he's I'm gonna the have one.
0: the same scars. Uh, uh, yeah. As that was scary. Player.
3: Yeah, he went down and he didn't move and just stayed uh, down. I'm like, oh yeah, this is bad. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and everybody came rushing out to help him right away, and then. You know, so then you're his teammate, and I get it. They're they're all adults, and they're grownups, and they're professional athletes. But you can't tell me as close as that clubhouse seems to be this year that that wouldn't be really hard. Like, if we were doing this podcast and somebody just came up and hit Gully in the face with a bat, and then we just kept going, just yucking it up during the podcast, I mean, it would be tough to go
1: on, wouldn't it? I don't know about Matt. Case, I'd I'd be okay, but I mean, if yeah, are- right. Don't you stop it's, a poor,
2: it's a poor example.
1: <laughs> Apples and oranges, right? Yeah,
0: right. Oh my God! So just add that to the list of uh, of injuries and and problems for the twins, and and what were we, you know, saying a few weeks ago? Well, you know, if I could just just stay healthy, mm-hmm. be a good take and, and look what's happened already. So let's play a little game called. Name their injury, so oh, I'll boy. give you the uh, I'll yeah. give you the important cog in the Twins uh-huh. lineup, and you tell me where they are hurt. Are you ready? Yeah, oh, boy, not really. <laughs> we, we just Kyle Farmer is your free square. I just gave you that. <laughs> okay, that's mouth. sore mouth, real sore mouth. Um, he probably won't be <laughs> entering any spicy wing eating contests, anytime. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so, nah. <okay>. Awful. All <laughs> right. right, so we know what's wrong with with Farmer. Uh, who could tell me Joey Gallo's injury? Joey Gallo. Obliques? Yeah, yeah. Right side soreness. So <laughs> he's got a side ache. He's got a really oh. bad one-for-one one side ache. All right. Oh, Spence is uh, on the leaderboard with one. Uh, who's got Carlos Correa? Not his ankle.
1: Not his ankle? It is no, not it was billion his ankle. ankle. Yeah, even if it was, they wouldn't say it was. He's got a sore back. Hmm. From carrying the team, but for Douglas lost. from carrying the team <laughs> yeah, with his 019
0: batting <laughs> average right Thanks. now, he's been god awful. Uh, okay, yep. So one point apiece. Gully is still looking to get on the uh, scoreboard. Maybe he can do it with Alex. Oh, no, no.
3: Does his back hurt from uh, favoring his left ankle? Ooh, <laughs> Ooh yes. Well, they say when
0: you compensate <laughs> for one thing, it ends up screwing up other things, right? <laughs> That's right. Probably the best. Just curious. Just ask him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. From him bending over to check on his ankle so often,
3: yes, <laughs>
2: maybe. there you
3: go.
0: All right, how about Alex Kirillov? What the hell's wrong with him?
2: Um, I'm gonna go with lower um, body injury.
0: <laughs> uh, no, incorrect. And please be more specific anyone got <laughs> Kirillov? It's from last year, it's a leftover. Oh, it's wrist. Isn't it yeah. his wrist? Hey, there yeah. you go. Everybody's yeah. got a point. All right. TJ will join us shortly. How about who's got Max Kepler, the uh, right fielder?
3: Knee, I think.
0: Uh, yes, right knee. Jorge Polanco. Jorge Polanco. God, wouldn't this lineup look better with him? Yeah. yeah maybe tomorrow, right? It's a knee, right? It's getting close. Yeah, left knee, left knee. And then uh, Byron Buxton, oh my God! Then he got hurt during the game yesterday. Oh Lord, that looked no. like a whole body really? injury. There, he right. took a shoulder to the the Everyone thigh, me. right? And then he then he do like a cart where he kind of flipped over the guy, landed on his neck, <laughs> on his, head, his neck. So he's uh, he's kind of a TBD. He's kind of a, they're gonna they're gonna check him out today and see see where all he's hurt. But uh, hopefully, just uh, minor stuff for him. So, after all these injuries to start the year, there's someone right now who's finding this hilarious. His name is uh, Michael Salazak, and uh, probably nobody remembers the name, but Michael Salazak is laughing his ass off right now. He was the Twins head athletic trainer last year who was fired at the end of the season because he couldn't keep the team healthy.
1: (laughs) And he's like, "Mm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, wasn't me, was it? wasn't me. well a couple mm-hmm. of those are still holdovers from last
2: year though oh, so they're not just, all the, yet yeah, yeah. the Kirillov wrist thing is, is definitely a holdover yeah Polanco.
0: Polanco I think right because they, yeah. they were trying to get them going in spring training they just couldn't get them uh ready to go well we'll keep track but the number to beat is 32 i believe 32 different uh players on the injured list last year for the twins so are you taking the over or the under on that spence <laughs>
1: no. over oh boy
4: no hesitation
3: <laughs> it started gotta be over i don't maybe. know
4: maybe it's because the games are going too fast yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's it, it. We're like, slow down that's it <laughs> slow down we can't y'all
3: wanted hard. this pitch thing great there you go <laughs>
0: Spence. Spence is gonna have his old guy yelling at the clouds excuse now for all the injured. They're going too fast.
3: No. I can't get a beer at the end of the game.
2: With my the extended product, beer sales. I, I can't that.
0: even empty out my bladder of beer between innings anymore. It's not enough time. Nick Paparesta is the uh is the new athletic trainer. So Nick will be Nick could be MVP on the team this year. He may be the hardest working guy. <laughs> in the twins clubhouse so uh godspeed to you to you nick all right so uh we made the big trade in spring training and it was towards the end of things uh louisa rise in fact they have can I, can I just mention this at the twins home opener i go in the pro shop and it's just packed right because they've got all the new logos and everything and so everybody's trying to get in there and get some new gear And they have, uh, in the back, they have the clearance section. So these are all the old logo jerseys, or it's the jerseys, you know, from the players that got shipped out in the offseason. But here's what they've done. The Arise trade came so late that they have the new jerseys with the new logo with Arise on the back. And let me tell you, you can get it dirt cheap. (laughs) Half price or better. Wow. So we trade away Arise, fan favorite. We get Pablo Lopez. And um, here are the stats. All right. So 48 at bats for uh, Luis, 20, or, or no, 46 at bats, 23 hits, a 500 average. He hit for the cycle the other night. Mm-hmm. Single, double, triple, homer in the same game. Uh, one homer, five RBI. Pablo Lopez for the Twins, one win, no losses, a 1.35 earned run average. Three games, 20 innings, so he's averaging about seven innings a start, which was, last year would have just never, never happened. And in 20 innings, 26 strikeouts. So, Spence, I think good, who, who won the trade?
3: I think it's a win-win for each team, I, right? I mean, we come out pretty good on that. We lead the division, right? We're at 8-4, and four. is that what we're it's at? 4 yeah. I, I think it helped out both teams.
1: Feel the same way Dougie or disagree a little bit or no I do I do I, I if if it's gonna lead one way or the other I would say we may have actually because uh, you know nobody's gonna finish the season with a five hundred batting average he always starts off hot <laughs> um but yeah I mean Pablo looks amazing looks so good should have two wins if we wouldn't have given up that whole yeah. run at the end of that one but yeah it, I think he is looking every bit of probably more than what we actually thought we were gonna get with him. So Gully, how do you feel?
2: I think it was a good trade, you know, for both teams. I think everybody won.
0: I think Advantage Twins just by a smidge, and I'll say that because, uh, and Doug, you were kind of hitting on this, but uh, it's such an important position. Whereas, um, you know, Luis is a great guy, and he he's pretty versatile. You can you can put him in a few different spots. He's not really great at any of them. But I, I, we may have our ace. I mean, I'm telling you, Pablo Lopez might turn into the number one guy. He might be, um, that guy. He's young enough; he you could throw him out there a lot. And he's already got 500 strikeouts. Is that right in his career? That's amazing. Um, so I just think it's a more he, he plays a more valuable position. And so by virtue of that, I think maybe the Twins win just because I know he's one of five. Right? He's one of what, one of five starters. But if he's your number one guy, all of a sudden if he's the guy you're going to throw out there uh you know in game 1 of a of a playoff series should we be so lucky uh then that's then i think you've won the trade but uh we shall see as uh, time goes along he'll pitch against the yankees coming up in this series i think he's again who is the uh, yankees big guy uh, oh the guy they signed a couple of years ago he didn't have a great year last year but he's their uh he's their ace what? <laughs> Oh wait, no, sorry, right. no. no. Well, those two will go head to head in the final uh, game of the of the uh, series. Twins are heading to, to uh, the Bronx to take on the Yankees now for four, and uh, that'll be a hell of a matchup. That'll be really, really good. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. Jeez, uh, and then you've got what's going on um, with the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays. Anybody right. see this one coming? Raise your hand because I'm shocked by this.
1: Yeah, yeah, they want no. to get last night, right? So 12-0 and 0 right now?
0: Yeah. wow. Let's start the season. 12-0. One shy of the record now. they got to beat
4: the Brewers with a win today against the Red Sox. Hmm. Who did the city of Tampa sell their soul to <laughs> to have all their pro sports teams be so good right now? Exactly.
0: Well, that's right. Yeah, they are pretty good. We should move to Tampa. We could Oh, go- no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we could be no. florida man in all the florida man stories <laughs> uh yeah. that's incredible and but i I'll, here's i get it i mean they're, they're gonna be 12 and 0 probably i think they'll beat the Sox today probably red Sox aren't that good but i anybody thinking they're just gonna run away with the east that's a tough division they've got the yankees over there they've got the toronto
1: blue jays mm-hmm. over there who are really good well, and I guess I didn't really pay that close of attention until now. It's you know, twelve and zero, but who would they play? Like who was their like yeah. first yeah. two of the series? You know, they might not have been that good of a team, I guess. So
0: possible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who their uh, who their opponents have been, but really against anybody though, pulling off that kind of That's impressive streak is impressive. So we'll see what uh, what goes on there if they can uh, extend that today.
3: Were you thinking uh, Garrett Cole? Is that Garrett
0: the guy Cole? Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, Garrett Cole. And, uh, yeah, that, that should be a good series. Uh, what are we predicting uh, the Twins are going to do? Gully, how you feeling? It's a four-game set. How many are the Twins going to win in the Bronx, a place they've just had an okay. enormous amount of trouble winning?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I almost think it's psychological, honestly. It just seems <laughs> that way to me. It's it's like they go in there and they're already cowed when they walk, you know, right. into the park. Ooh, Yankees! But um, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see them split. I think that's, that's a reach. I mean, they might only win one game, if any. So, yeah, it's just one of those things with the Twins. I don't get it.
0: Spence, uh, what do you like? Two? Two out of four, more or less?
2: We'll take three.
0: Oh, God. That's... Nice one. Dougie, are you, you going to be the voice of realism here for us or what? <laughs> are you saying I'm crazy? <laughs> uh, might be optimistic. I, I'll say
1: that. I, I really want to side with Spence. But yeah, I would say a split would be good. And even though it's so early in the season, I think these games are so important for exactly what Gully said. It's if we can beat them early in the year, keep that in the back of our minds. And then when we go to new york to inevitably play them in the playoffs right we always do We always do yeah <laughs> you have it in your head hey we can beat these guys and we've got to get that monkey off our back but yeah i don't know so we have all right if uh lopez is pitching the last game yeah molly i don't know gray will be pitching then and then uh ryan i yeah i, I think yeah,
0: ryan's tonight i believe we could yeah. take two all right. Just because I'm a realist and I know how bad we've played there and I know it is a psychological thing, which is so weird because most of these players on the team now have never even been on a 20. <laughs> Let's play the game. How do they know that? Are they given a like a, a storybook about it when they sign with the team? Here's your Twins versus Yankees storybook. Don't read it too late at night. It's very scary. It's very <laughs> frightening. Well said. Yeah, uh, I'll say one, but uh if boy if we can pull two out of this uh this series I'll I'll be feeling good about that. Um yeah, then the Yankees come here I believe end of April. So we'll be done with them until pff, October, right? Right. If all things uh, line up the the way that we uh, think they will. Well, uh, we'll move on, and let's talk some wild hockey. Uh, let's see, TJ, they've, the Wild have their last regular season game tonight, I believe.
4: Yeah, down in Nashville. Okay, Music City. So, and uh, Sounds t- like a just, lot of fans made the trip.
0: They just throw scrubs out there for this? What do you do? Because well, they've been playing
4: poorly lately they have played poorly they went to Chicago and left five guys back and you thought okay well we're we're phoning it in here but also you should not lose to Chicago even if you leave your five players back behind in (laughs) St. Paul so then they turn that one around and they end up winning and then they take on Winnipeg and they trot out just about all those guys they sat the night before and they almost all got hurt yeah they were just getting beat up yeah that that was scary the oh, Johansson
0: one scares, scares me. He's been yeah. so good since we got him in the trade. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. so I'm not exactly sure what you do. I mean, at this point, yeah, I think you let some young guys get back out. You let Faber get back out there, too. He may sure. be a factor in the playoffs. Uh, you may have to roll him out uh, in some of those games. But tonight, I know that uh, Nashville fans were big fans of ours when we were playing Winnipeg the other night. If we would have beat Winnipeg, Nashville would have made it into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we lost. So now they're not real happy with us. <laughs> so and now we're on site, yeah, in in Tennessee tonight. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there because you don't necessarily want to sit a guy for too long before you go into the playoffs. You want him to to still have fresh legs under him, but but you also don't want to get anybody hurt. So hopefully there's some communication between coaches, like, "Hey, let's stay healthy tonight, can we?" You know? I bet
3: they're, I bet they rest guys tonight. You can't improve your standings even if you do win tonight. So rest some players up and get ready for the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of of worried because it feels like about a month ago, the wild were peaking.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
2: I mean, they, they didn't have, they didn't have Kirill the thrill and yet they were winning games. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just feel like honestly, since he got back, they haven't been that
4: good. Well, the Eck injury is big too. Yeah. Um, Mm Yeah. You know, because you had those lines that were set and they were clicking and they were moving along so nicely. And then you have to rearrange some things. So finding finding that groove again is important before we go into the playoffs. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. It it probably makes sense to rest some guys tonight. Mm -hmm.
0: It was rude of the NHL not to start the playoffs early for us. I mean, they should have just said, look at how good they are right now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Gene, we're just going to wherever the standings are at now. That's how it's going to finish. So here right. we go. <laughs> if they were nice, they would have done that. Uh Faber is that the kid you mentioned, uh, TJ from the Gophers? Yeah. I I've heard about him, you know, for for years his career at Minnesota and and then, you know, transitioning to the the NHL. Um but I had no idea what he looked at like until this week. He's like that fourteen-year-old neighbor kid that comes over and mows your lawn. Yeah,
4: with the nerdy (laughs) glasses.
0: Yes. Yeah,
4: (laughs) he's a smart kid, though, and obviously that translates not just from you know on the on the classroom, but to the ice as well. Yeah. Even a lot of veteran players have said, "Boy, this guy is uh, is is smarter beyond his years than where he's at right now," and he's played really well. I
0: feel like that's what it must be when regular people meet, like they're on air you know, radio DJ hosts and they go, Oh my God, that's what you look like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't look like you sound. Oh, I, think, I literally, I thought you were going to go to, you were way smarter than I thought you were. No, you were going <laughs> to look. <laughs> oh
0: no, I don't. Has any of us heard that before from uh, no, no listeners no, no. that you meet? I don't, I don't think so. Um, do we know who's starting in goal for the wild tonight? And will that be a indication of who starts
4: in the playoffs? Well, I haven't heard or seen anything yet on that this morning, but I, just my personal feeling is throw flurry in there tonight because I want the Gus bus when we get into the playoffs and we ride the bus I like for it. as long as we can do that. I hope so. And has it, be ter- it been determined? Do
0: we have Dallas? Is there anything left to be figured out? Is that our opponent in round one or who do we
4: have? It's, it's
2: Dallas or Colorado. Or Colorado I think. is the last um, so. still up for. Okay. You, I think so. Um am not sure. I think I'd prefer Dallas. You know what? Here's who I'd prefer.
0: Anybody in the same time zone as us so we can have games started at a reasonable hour. Serious. (laughs) Let's not have anybody out on the West Coast for the love of God. So, really, it's come down to the last game, and we still don't don't know
2: who our uh, opponent is, huh? I don't think so. Not for sure. All right.
0: Uh, Speaking of uh, go for hockey, wow. I mean, feel – about the Gophers, as you will, as a Maverick hockey fan, and all four of us for the most part are, I think. Um, that was, uh, wasn't that something to to have that? You play in the national championship game, all the buildup, all the studs on your team, haven't won it in 20 years. You got coach of the year, right? I mean, just everything. All the stars are lining up. You have a 2 nothing lead in the championship game against a, a team most people. Including the head coach of the team doesn't know how to pronounce the name of the team. Uh and then you you end up losing in, in overtime ten seconds in. What how big of a gut punch would that have been?
2: Yeah.
4: That was rough. It was uh it was it was interesting to me to watch that game and be like, okay, you have a lead, not a comfortable lead, mm-hmm. and you're gonna sit back and basically play prevent defense and try to ride out the rest of a game to win a national championship. And I kept thinking to myself, where have I seen that before a year ago? Uh, and, and how badly it went the wrong direction, right? What? So that was tough. And it was uh, this, this coach for, uh, uh, for Quinnipiac um, just did all the right things, right? Like he, he's down by two. Uh, uh, they need to tie the game up. They pull the goalie. There's a penalty. So now they're six on four. And he's like, well, we're either going to score or they're going to get an empty netter and it's over. And then they scored. And they're like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at the momentum just swung in their direction. That's almost where you wish they hadn't taken that full uh, intermission for the momentum for them. But then it yeah. didn't matter. Then they get back out at center ice. Uh, it was their associate head coach. Apparently there's, there's the nine dots on the ice where you can drop a puck. And they have a play from every one of those dots. Uh, And someone has come up with it. And the one from center ice uh, was designed by their associate head coach and they, they did it to perfection and scored. Um, And so the head coach gave the associate head coach a ton of credit on that. He'll probably be gone and head coach somewhere else after this season now. But what a cool story for this head coach, 29 years as a head coach. He's been their head coach since before they were division one. They're, they're perennially uh, ranked in the top 10 a good team; they're loved by the East Coast media, but there's that. um But they'd never won a national championship, so that whole story for them is really like a Cinderella, cool Cinderella story. But at the same time, I know a lot of people wanted to bring a championship back to the state of hockey. But also, it was the Gophers, so I was like, <laughs> ah, I'm just so back and forth on it. I can't, I can't decide. It was just a fun game to watch. <laughs>
0: Spence, how did you feel about the Gophers uh, losing? Were you were you kind of inside happy about it? Like uh, yeah,
3: happy no? and sad? I yeah. I did want them to win, although their fans are so crazy, and obsessed, and egotistical. I was kind of glad they didn't win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm sure because a lot of these Gopher fans didn't root for us last year. For the same reason. They just just hate hockey. So for that part, because the fan angle, I'm glad they kind of got beat. But did I want to see a a championship for a Minnesota team? Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, Dougie, say the name of the team that beat the Gophers in the championship. Quinnipiac. 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 I've heard (laughs) it a billion different ways. Uh, TJ, you just pronounced it. So that's that's yeah. that would be your
4: PA uh, pronunciation for them. Yeah, right? my my version would be Quinnipiac, with the emphasis on the Quinn at the beginning. Yes, yeah. Quinnipiac. Can we
2: can we just call him the Big Q and be done yes. with it? Q you know? yeah. And yeah.
4: why the hell? Why didn't we hire their assistant
0: coach? We ha- we should have hired Nine Dot guy for yeah. the for the
4: yeah.
2: man. Yeah.
0: we could have right. just called him Nine Dot. Yeah, he was on my short list right after that game. I was like, let's get that guy. Hell yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, if somebody is goes to that length, can you imagine that's your job? Like you said, like, what did you do today? I came up with nine different plays yes. for, for each of the nine, nine different face off circles. Yeah, yeah. For each of the face off circles. My God, that's, that's a guy who's paying attention to detail. So uh, briefly uh, TJ, who is the guy that the uh, Mavericks hired? And why does he look so similar to the old guy? <laughs> Did they hire a type? What is that? Are they hoping uh, that fans uh, with
4: poor vision don't yeah.
0: realize there's been a
4: change? Deep in the bowels of the Mayo Clinic Health System <laughs> Event Center is a cloning facility. <laughs> and they just swabbed a little bit of DNA before Hastings. No, I mean uh, lots goes the same luck, right? Yeah. They're all from the Uh, Uncle Fester coaching (laughs) (laughs) board. Can he light up a light bulb when he puts Uh, it in his mouth? Hey, uh, that would be something. I think so. Um, Luke Strand was an assistant at Ohio State last year. Uh, He's had some time in the USHL as well. Uh, Was uh, not on a lot of people's radar. And I think uh, Kevin Beisman did his homework at MSU and really found a guy that not only looks a lot like Hastings, but his background comes uh, a lot similar to to hastings where he has some of that junior hockey knowledge he knows a lot of guys that come out of that area of of uh, of the sport and um, he's also a pretty good recruiter from what i understand and um, I, i've you know in the circles of people i know uh, that have been talking about about him nobody has anything bad to say uh, even had a friend who called up a, a, a radio play-by-play guy that worked uh, for a team that that strand worked with down in Houston. Uh, And before he even knew that he had been hired at MSU, the question was asked, what do you think of, of coach Luke strand? Oh, great guy. Just a great guy. Good coach. Wonderful. Had nothing bad to say. And then he was like, why? And we said, well, well, they just got hired at MSU. And there he said, Oh, you guys got a good one. Hmm. So I really, really hope that, uh, I mean, from a fan perspective and obviously a university perspective, I think people are on board, on board with strand. We just got to make sure we get players to get on board and stay. We've seen Fitzgerald and Tassie now are gone. They followed Hastings and cannot to Wisconsin. Uh, Bennett Zamolik, who didn't play at all for us last year due to injury, uh, will play again next year, but he has gone to North Dakota now. Mm. North Dakota lost every one of their defensemen uh, at the end of the season. And so they're in a rebuild mode there. So he'll fit right in perfect because he's a defenseman.
3: Um, I I saw in the last few days, but there's been a lot of, d1 guys in that that portal now do we yep. do we have a
4: chance at any of those guys in there i would hope so yeah. there's a kid that already committed to msu out of the portal that was at denver uh named tyler haskins he's from rochester minnesota he's a freshman last year he committed to msu before they even hired a coach so i don't know maybe he knew what was going on uh so he'll be coming over he's a forward uh, and we'll have at least three years of eligibility left there uh we found out during the press conference that Sam Morton will be healthy and will be back next year. Mm-hmm. And this morning we learned that uh, Lucas Souter and Tony Malinowski will also be back for MSU, which is big. That's some veteran presence on the sure. team there. But yes, there are some guys in the portal um, that haven't committed there's, to anywhere yet.
3: There are two brothers, I think from the Alaska team, like,
4: looks yep. like
3: there's a, one was a defenseman. The other one's a forward. I think I forget yep. the black or something. I can't remember the last names, but
4: yeah. Yeah, there's some there's a few in there. And um so it's interesting. I I've seen via social media that Strand and, and Bisman have been hanging out the last couple of days. They've been at MSU softball games and baseball games, but at the same time I'm like, Are you working? <laughs> like there's a portal. <laughs> it's nice. only open for so long. We gotta go and find these guys. But um obviously he's much more qualified at that job than me on a podcast talking about are you working? So <laughs> yes, hopefully, I saw that the, one of the perfects guys is in the portal as well. Um, I wouldn't be too, I would imagine he would end up maybe back at, at Minnesota, but there's some players in the portal that are there that could really help us out and we'll see what happens. And we might even end up. I mean, when you put Tassie and Fitzgerald in Wisconsin, that means somebody committed to Wisconsin is going to have to end up somewhere else. I don't know that they have a lot of room to just be adding guys. Hmm. So maybe some of these Wisconsin guys go, oh, okay, well, writing's on the wall. I better jump in the portal quick yeah, and yeah. Uh, test the waters. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully something here in the next couple of days.
0: So Wisconsin takes our our uh, stud head coach, Mike Hastings. Then we're like, oh, well, we'll just replace Hastings with Todd uh, Cannot. And then uh, Cannot says, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to follow Hastings to Wisconsin. And then now we get Fitzgerald and Tassie going over to Wisconsin. I've hated Wisconsin my whole life, yeah. but my level of hatred for that state is higher than it's ever been. Right. It's so yeah. hard to watch this. I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here to you guys, but this is yeah. tough to take.
4: Yeah, I know. And to it's like you get into the Big Ten, and how many teams in one conference can you hate? You know, <laughs> it's
3: so hard. Right?
4: It's, it's <laughs> <tough>. <laughs> but now you've got Minnesota State East and West going on here. Uh, um and we'll have to it'll be interesting you know it would be real fun though is to schedule a game against wisconsin oh, here in the next year or two. oh my god Love yeah it.
0: yeah wouldn't that be something
4: yeah it's a great idea
0: yeah i like it um i may not like the final score but <laughs> yeah I well yeah. you know I like the idea
4: there's going to be a lot of guys with a chip on their shoulder for the mavericks come next season that want to get out and prove a ton of people wrong that's so true I'm, i look forward to that that's true
0: and we're not exactly in the in the toughest hockey division in the country so even though it'll be rebuilding and and finding new players and and uh you know new coach and and all that there's still a chance to to do well next year just depending on how everything shakes out you're you're not in the strongest division in hockey right you're not playing out east
4: i think bowling green has a lot of guys coming back from last season so i think they'll be a lot better uh play together better because they know each other but but yeah. Yeah, there'll be a, there'll be two, three teams that'll be contenders in the CCHA next year.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: <sighs> Minnesota Timberwolves. I
0: just, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> that 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 garbage that they did at home. Um, was it Sunday?
4: I think it was Sunday.
0: The fight on the what bench. Oh, Chad that Daniels uh, punching a wall. Yep, breaking his hand. Dumb. It, it, this great. is the dumbest yeah. basketball team in the NBA. I swear to God. how I don't know how you cheer for this team and, and just feel good about it. This is the biggest collection of knuckleheads.
2: Charles a- Barkley even called him dumb. Yeah.
3: He's
0: not wrong. Uh, Spence, this is frustrating because we we deserve a quality basketball team
3: in the state of Minnesota. I agree that. I I get the tempest flare, you know, uh, when they're doing the, you know, on the sidelines and all that stuff. But the, the Jaden was like, he was having such a great season, right? He's one of the best defensive players we have. Yes. And he's coming along offensively now. And then you do that as you're about ready to perhaps get into the playoffs. God dang, just moron.
0: dumb, Just so dumb. Punch the wall. You get that. You get his defensive presence in that Laker uh, play-in game. There's a chance we win that game. Agree. And we're we're sitting better than where we are now. And how how weird is it too, Spence? You were telling me uh, in the hallway this week that it, it, when the Lakers uh, won, you thought that was it. You're like, up. Oh, see you next year.
3: <laughs> well, and I, I watched some of the game, and it got on late. I'm like, um. Yeah. I got to go to bed and I woke up and I saw they lost. I'm like, oh, season's over. Yeah. And then Doug comes in like, oh, no, they're still, they got to play in game to the play in game. I'm like, what? (laughs) This is the goofiest schedule I've ever heard of. But
2: it's kind of like I I said earlier this year it's like everybody in the NBA practically gets into the
4: playoffs, it feels like. It's the bracket before the bracket. <laughs>
0: yes. And even if you lose, then you get a home game to try and get back in. How yeah. the hell
3: are you losing at a home game?
0: It's just its so ass backwards. I can't even – I'm not even going to watch.
3: you win Friday, then you probably get Denver, right? Yeah, yeah it. right. It's, it's Denver. Uh, it.
0: Congratulations. Yeah, try not to punch any walls right oh my goodness all right well i feel better guys it's like therapy every week and uh, it only lasts for about 48 hours so uh we'll be back soon with more ball guys podcast